Hey listeners, quick question. Are you tired of overpaying for your mobile plan? I've got the answer. Ting Mobile. Ting Mobile is all about flexibility and savings. You only pay for what you use, no crazy fees or overages. It's perfect for those who want control over their phone bill without sacrificing quality. Say goodbye to bloated phone bills. Go to stigmasandopenwounds.com slash ting. Ting Mobile. Mobile that makes sense. Welcome to a new Stigmas and Open Moons. I'm Tracy. And I'm Eric. All right. So like I said last week, some of these themes are going to kind of overlap each other and sound familiar. So we're going to hop right into this this uh, today's episode, which happens to be something that we we touched on last week, and that is living your own life and not the life that society wants you to live. So, I have a question right off the bat for you, Eric. Okay. Okay. So, do you remember when you started to go against the grain and more or less live? <laughs> I know, I know. And more or less kind of, I don't know, live your life and live a different life from everyone else uh so that's a, i i i know Tracy, i know that's a great question and it's probably a question that is better answered by my mother than me i know <laughs> i know so, um i would say my earliest remembers of going against the grain would be do you want to guess before i this i i've got an idea i feel like High school, maybe middle school? Fifth grade. Ooh, okay. Fifth grade, and I would go with that because fifth grade was when I started developing. So so while I think some people might view it, well, I'm sure most of people that listen to this remember my genre of being a kid and being being into computers was not a good thing. You know, it made oh, you a big nerd yeah. and was stuff like that. Was that the like BBS? That. Yeah, so that's when I first, I mean... I started getting around that age. I started getting into computers, and then I started. Okay. I started the BBS, which we won't even go down that rabbit hole of what that was. But that was also kind of my first foray into being an entrepreneur, yeah, and stuff like that. Okay. So, and I mean, maybe after that phase, like maybe in middle school, I kind of normaled out a little bit. But then in high school, I was just. I mean, I. In high school, it got to be a little bit ridiculous to the point where I was doing. I I looked around at what everybody else was doing and did the opposite of it. So did I was, you? So when you normaled out, I don't know if I really normaled out, but what? I can't. From like sixth grade to eighth grade, I couldn't tell you anything I did that was right. Very very like against the grain. Okay, so so it wasn't like you you maybe normaled out because you felt yeah, I like might you have been should. doing things, but just... there was just that might have been a lull where there's nothing notable to report. Okay, yeah, in, in a way, yeah. And then, but and then it... in high school, like I mean, I went yeah yeah. There, there there was a line here that everybody else was following, and 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 then there was like a line here, and that was what all my friends were doing, and then right here was Eric, 
doing you, his own thing. Did you specifically rebel or did was that just something that you just did? That was just something I did, yeah. I never I mean, I've always fought the norm my entire yeah. life. Like You know, and I think I think that I may have always kind of, but it was a hidden thing in me. And it maybe it didn't come until later though, too. So so yeah, I if I can I can I speculate? I mean, yeah, maybe if I, I speculate, I actually I know, actually want to hear this from you. I want to hear a speculation. I from feel you. like in a in a way that growing up, we were probably very similar in the sense that we both never really felt like the way we were supposed to do things was very comfortable for us. Yeah, see, and that's and, funny because I have so, I have in my notes that yeah. I never felt comfortable around and other people. And I feel like I was always maybe trying to to be – I was in my skin, but I was never f- comfortable in my skin. I was always putting on a, a, somebody else's – Like you felt like you you were supposed to be a certain way, but that way didn't work for you. Right. And like, that's the way I would describe how I always felt. Yeah, it was almost like, like I was this – excuse me. It was almost like I was always this with this group of friends and this with this group of friends and it wasn't like it was i was a different person or something like that and and it wasn't even like my group of friends were were different but it was like i may have put on slight shifts because it was just like that is what they wanted or they wanted happy tracy today or they wanted perky tracy or or something like that it was just something different so so yeah it was just like that's what they expected or or they you know this class wanted quiet tracy and and of course you know for school i needed to be this quiet and perfect straight a tracy and and all of this so i had to be be all these things for all these people and then i think one day it just exploded and i didn't want to be that anymore and then i colored my hair and did all these things and then it slowly exploded and then within the last year or two i just said enough and now i'm i really really found myself yeah and i think probably um we were very similar in that way and probably for our entire lives we've been that way and but the difference was was that that your default reaction was to get depressed about it yeah my default reaction was to fight it so it took you a lot longer to start fighting it than it took me to start fighting well and i would fight in little bits and pieces but i don't think i would but it was fight it to the amount that you would fight it because i think i would be like but i i can't I think fight I it. I think a better way to describe it was maybe we both fought it, but I was completely comfortable with fighting it, and you right. were slightly uncomfortable with fighting I, it. So there would be times where you would fight it, and then you would pull back because yeah, because and we both probably did but that, I, but I you think, did it more extreme than I, I think. Did. Partially, it was I couldn't, I didn't fight to, I did not fight anybody who was in a higher position than me so so i wouldn't do that because i just 
it's just not what you do. I mean, if there's anybody who's older than me or or a teacher, well, I did eventually (laughs) with my band teacher. I mean, I just, I finally got to a point where I was just like, I don't care if he's a teacher and older than me, he's wrong. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was the start of what finally pushed my buttons. And so there were, there were little things that started to deteriorate me. And then in my adult life, there were little things that started to deteriorate me. And so I think that we all have our little, little moments of, of things that, that change us. And ironically in, in here, I actually had that. I thought, and, and I'm so stupid well, maybe not stupid, but I'm so silly for for thinking that maybe when you went against the grain, it was it was when you quit your job and started working for yourself. And I'm thinking, well, how silly that that was when you when you uh, no man. What? And yeah. it's like, well, no, it was so much earlier because you were an entrepreneur selling made up like not made C- but like CDs that that you burnt in. But I mean, in school. But so, I mean, I guess technically that's when you went into work for yourself. But I mean, you were always going against the grain, which I mean, I was going against the grain earlier, too. But I was I was still staying within a certain box that was made for me because that's not what people do. People don't go outside a certain box. Yet you were always testing a limit. And I was testing a limit within a certain box i think because you were probably because you're an extremely stubborn person you were probably right. testing the box but the difference i think probably the biggest difference was was that i would spend a lot more time outside the box and you would you would go out there and then you would come yeah. back in worried that you were doing something you shouldn't It's be almost doing. like I would test the I would like leave the box when my parents were gone or something yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, you would you, know? you would have an experience and, like, oh, and no. then you're like and then you're like you would kind of like feel like ooh, should ooh I? I left the box I shouldn't go leave the box for a while where right. I was just like chilling outside the box. Right. So but it's like I what I should have realized was if I'm not comfortable in my own skin this often around this many people shouldn't i be leaving the box more often and shouldn't i like be testing my limits more often because obviously i'm faking it mm-hmm. way too often i'm i'm not pushing my boundaries enough or or whatever because i'm apparently living my life the life the way that society wants or whatever like that's because that's technically the way that we're we're kind of putting it right now and i'm not comfortable i'm doing what people want me to do right now i'm i'm living the quote-unquote normal life and i'm not normal i am so far from normal and i'm not comfortable and i need to figure out why i'm not comfortable and I was not testing it enough. So then why, like, why am I not testing it? Why am I not comfortable? Because, and, and the simplest answer to that is, is that there's a certain level in, in that level of comfort. Because if you were to go outside the box, you might feel more uncomfortable. So you're just content being uncomfortable rather than more uncomfortable. And it, right. And that's what, you know, every human being 
they battle this type of stuff. Everybody does it probably in a different way. But yeah. but it's like it's a choice between to institute change, you have to go become uncomfortable. And you when you look at it from the surface, you're like, well, if you're already uncomfortable, what do you care if you're uncomfortable instituting change? Well, because you don't know if that change is going to make you less uncomfortable, more uncomfortable. Right. You don't know what the outcome is going to be so right. that it's it's safer to be uncomfortable over here in this box. Right. Well, I mean, and and as kids, like how many times have we been taught follow this line? Right. Let's, we're 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 lining up in this line. Okay. So, kindergarten, we're lining up in this line. Okay, it's pee time. Let's line up in this line. Oh, it's recess time. Let's line up in this line. Oh, guess what? We're boarding this flight. Let's line up in this line so you can board this. Like, we're always doing stuff together. Like, we're always doing what everybody else is doing. We're following everybody else. And then there's a magazine that comes out. What are the top fall trends? What are the summer mm. trends? What does everybody want to wear? And then all of a sudden I see the top summer trends or something and I'm like, well, shit, that's what I'm wearing. And now I don't want to wear that because like all of a sudden now that I'm like comfortable with myself, if I'm wearing what people like what everybody else is wearing, like now I'm kind of comfortable. Like now I'm, I'm mostly comfortable with myself. But now if I'm wearing what everybody else is wearing, now I'm like, well, now I don't know if I want to do it unless I set that trend. And I probably didn't set that damn trend. Mm -hmm. But like the thing is, is that we are all sickeningly the same. And the problem is, is that it's because we are all afraid to be alone. We are all like, we're taught like from the beginning that we like, we're just all doing things all the same. We're all put in groups. And I think it's just because it's just mainly a thing is it's like from the beginning when it's like we're in daycare or whatever, whether you've been in daycare or not. I know I wasn't, mm -hmm. but whatever it is, it's it's just that we've all been in groups, whether it's been in school, daycare, whatever it's been in, we've all been in groups for how long? So it's comfortable to do what everybody else does. You go to a party, you go with somebody or you find somebody. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, maybe you're extroverted, but still then you bounce around and find people. Do you talk do you sit there and, and sit alone? Maybe if you're an introvert, but then it's more comfortable to be alone. And in that sense, then you're you're not really comfortable. So then you, you got to find where your comfort level mm -hmm. is. Right. So then in that sense, you're kind of sitting there and going, okay, so then this whole group mentality thing, then, then how do I break free of what does society, you know, that's not what society does, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I want to break away from what society does. I don't know. Okay, right? so question for you now. Yeah, how did I break away? Well, no. Oh, okay. What What's the number? What's the easiest way to break away from what 
most people are doing? What's going to make, what would make it the most comfortable for a person to step away from what everybody else is doing? Well, I mean, you could get away from other people. Not what I was thinking. Um, you find a person that has already stepped away from society. Which is probably how I was easiest to step away from you, society. If you do it with somebody that's already done it, that person is comfortable with doing it, and and then you have a level of comfort because you see that that person has already done it. So, so, and it's important to understand that like most, like there are certain probably things in our lives that we don't ever step out of the box on that we could step so much out of the box on, but we live in a little square and it's just because we've never had the experience to step out of the box. Just like everybody that's listening to this podcast, they probably have things that they step out of the box on way more than we step out on the box on. Right. But the important thing is is to acknowledge that if there is something in your life that you want to get away from the norm, that there's going to be a level of discomfort to leave the norm. Right. You have to accept that. And if you're not willing to accept that, right. you're never going to step out of the norm. And And I think the number one way, if there is something you specifically want to do that you think is out of the norm, your best way to accomplish it is to find somebody that's done it. And, and latch onto them and try to get them to help you take that step. And I think that's probably the biggest thing that helped me because I was already slowly stepping out of the norm. You know, I had some colored hair already. I mean, I think I was blonde when I met you, but then, uh, and then I went back to red and then I went to purple. The first day I met you, you had red hair. Did, okay. You might well, have gone back to blonde after that, but yeah, the first you're day, right. The because first day I met you, you had red hair. I specifically remember. Okay, that. so then it was colored when I met yeah. you. So, so then, uh, so then, so I had already been coloring my hair and everything, and uh, but uh, but so so yeah. So I mean, I had been coloring my hair, and I I had already been doing a few things that had been that some people had would never consider doing i mean i had put some black in my hair and stuff like that i don't think i had done purple ever at that point but i had wanted to and obviously now i've done the purple but then now i i finally got to a point where i'm relaxing more i'm i'm stepping away even more from the norm and i know the the traveling thing the going out of the country thing that a lot of people are saying, oh, the way you guys travel, that's not things normal people do. You are never home. And that's you. That's from you. Definitely. I wouldn't do that without you. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. And I mean, maybe if I but, met but somebody then, but else. Then we can just trace it back. What? I do that because I got to experience it when I was in the Navy. Exactly. And I do still do still did that when you met me because after I got out of um the Navy, I came home and one of my best friends wanted to travel. Right. So we went and traveled. And Exactly. And exactly. So, so like without all those variables, I probably would have stepped away from traveling at some point as well, you know. Right. So it's it's so hard to say what va- what variables are. Now, 
I can say part of what my variable is that made me relax and and live a a life that is more for myself uh within say this past year to etc and I think there's going to be some viewers who are going to be mixed on this next thing that I'm going to say and with the fact that I've been starting to smoke weed and everything like that that's changed the way that I think and relax so because of that I think differently and I can relax a lot more so because of that I don't really care about a lot of like I I care about people okay that's not what I was gonna say what I I don't care how people perceive me if my hair isn't necessarily done if I'm just gonna go out to the mail or go out and grab uh, some food and come back or whatever. So I'm a lot more relaxed. Now, this isn't me giving you a, a go, a pump for, you know, saying, yeah, you guys go smoke cannabis, go, go get some edibles, go whatever. Look, yeah, I'm not saying that. Okay. I did, I did a lot of research before, before I started doing any of that. So, so no, I'm not, I'm not giving you guys any go ahead or anything like that. But what I'm saying is that was part of what switched me, switched my mindset and all that, whatever. But but there's a lot of little little different changes that that I went through that that I think everybody goes through in their life that you that you can go through. And I'm not saying again, I'm not saying that that's that I'm encouraging you to go go through that. I'm not telling you to do that. However, Everybody has to go through different changes to go through, to get away from the what society expects from you. And what I want to tell you is people judge you no matter whether you do what they want from you or what they don't want from you or what they expect or don't expect from you. So if you go to a party with them or you don't go to a party with them, they're going to judge you both ways, okay? If you're friends with them or not friends with them, they're going to judge you. You wear that dress or you don't wear that dress, they're going to judge you. You talk to them or you don't talk to them, they're going to judge you. Your friends are not friends with them, they're going to judge you. No matter what, they are going to judge you. So do what makes you happy. and. And like, if you really think about it, it, to kind of enforce that, think about a time when in your life, the next time you're somewhere and you notice a person you've never met walk into the room, psychologically, you're going to have an impression of that person exactly. without ever talking to them. Yep. You might not ever talk to them while they're there. Yep. But the minute where you're going to walk in, you're going to have an initial impression yes. of them. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I no, mean, everybody does, does it. Everybody, everybody does. does it. It's it's part of the human brain, yes. and and but once you kind of realize that, like you know, people do that without ever even knowing you, then why are you trying? Why would you try to impress anybody? Yeah, because you can't. They they're gonna have their impression of you no matter what. Yeah. So and and I know that this this can happen because. I remember when I was going to see a psychologist at one point, she said to me, she's like, you know, when I told her that how shy I was and everything, 
she said, you know, you don't have to be shy because most people who are looking at you, the reason that they probably aren't talking to you is because you look pretty intimidating with your your hair. I I think I had red hair at the time and with like black spikes in the back. And uh, she's like, you look pretty intimidating with your colored hair and, and all your piercings and everything. So I think you just look intimidating. And it's not that that like you should be shy and and everything like that. I I think it's just that they're intimidated by you. So sh- what she's saying is that they are having a flash, uh, a flash. What is that? Uh, idea of me. Yeah, they're right they're getting the an initial impression. So of even you. so, even my psychologist said that she's got. Uh, an initial impression or that like yeah that and i could totally see that you know and 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 like she wasn't saying that she was uh you know that she was intimidated by me or anything she's just saying that she could have seen that right off the bat and and for for another instance like for anybody that doesn't know tracy she has a nose ring and whether you like it, it it it's a very like I look at Tracy, I barely notice that she has a nose ring anymore, but but a person that sees it for the first time, that's something that's going to pop out and be like, whoa, shell shock to him. Yeah. And, and not, some people love it. You know, some people yeah. will walk up and say, I love your nose ring. Other people are probably taken aback by it and being like, oh, I, I'm not going to mess with that person because yeah. they're intimidating or whatever. Like, like everything you do can have like such a little, right. little, uh, reaction and 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 everything you do everybody's going to react differently to that thing right so if you're trying to please and make everybody content and happy with what the things you're doing you're always going to fail because there is nothing you can do that is perceived the same way by everybody exactly exactly whether whether you think you are smiling, you might have resting bitch face. <laughs> yeah, to, to another person. Yeah, like Sorry. you might think you look happier in the world, the happiest person in the world, and then other people will will be will like, tell "Wow, you, what a bitch!" Yeah, we'll tell you like, "Wow, she looks like she's just an arrogant prick." You know, like fifty percent of the people are whatever. You know, yeah. it, it's. I mean, and that. So the thing is, is that is why, like. I I just decided that I'm mostly living my life just for moments. I'm trying to live my my life for me and happy moments. And when I say I'm living my life for me, that doesn't mean like, you know what, screw all y'all. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to yeah, I'm helping Eric, I'm helping my friends, I'm helping my family, whatever. But I'm living myself for the moments. I'm trying to to look forward to happy moments. And, and you're all doing that. And you're doing what makes, what makes you me happy. happy. And don't worry about what how other people perceive that. Right. Because even though there may be another person in the world that looks at it and says that's absolutely, absolutely shameful that you're doing that. Who cares? There's going to be plenty of other people in the world that are going to be like, yeah, man, that's cool. That's cool. Because you, know? you know what? What's going to be left when you're gone? Okay. What is going to be left? You know, people are going to say, oh my gosh, you're taking another vacation and you're not working again. Well, you know what? What's going to be left of your job or whatever when you die? I, pff, 
nothing. Well, I mean, I mean, what's going to be left of well, your trips too? <laughs> so, well, but you got to take them. Mm-hmm. You got to experience your life while you were here. Mm-hmm. You know what? Because if I'm going to be working, I better get something out of that while I'm here. I better get to experience my life while I'm here, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. And but keep in mind for everybody that. Tracy uses travel a lot as that thing, but it doesn't have to be travel. If travel doesn't appeal right. to you, I would still highly encourage you to try traveling because you might be surprised right. at how well, amazing okay. it is. But whatever that thing is. Eric's mom likes quilting. And yes, she she also likes travel too. But whatever you like to do mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. So put it into what you like to do, whether, and I'm not saying buy things with it either. Do what makes you happy while you are here. And hey, I'm man. not saying spend spend money on things. Hey, man, if you I'm like just... spending money, go ahead. Spend money. Spend yeah. your life spending money. Just don't spend more money than you but, can afford to spend. But if you're but. afraid of of society looking down on you and being like, hmm, this this just I, I don't I don't like this because that is what's, you know, it's just not what society does. You know what? I I just don't care if that's not what society does. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, if if I'm doing something to keep society safe, you know, if they're telling me, hey, put on masks or, or whatever, yeah, I'll I'll do something to keep me healthy or whatever. I you know, I'm not gonna get into a big diatribe of of anything i'm I'm going you into, went to the mask thing what a mistake man i know no i'm going into i'm going into whatever's i'm not going into if i'm going into if what but but the thing is is what i'm saying is if it keeps me or somebody that i love healthy i'll do it however i'm going into i, I want to do what makes me happy you happy Somebody that I love, happy, healthy, whatever. But I'm not going to work my fingers bloody. Obviously, I'm not doing it anyway. And and just like when you're looking at your life and if there's something that legitimately makes you happy. Do it. And if it's not offensive to you, right, there's that's probably the biggest a thing. huge amount of people in the world that don't see it as offensive either. Even if you right. feel like people do. And I, why would you not? I mean, I would love to hear if somebody has a reason why they don't do something that they really like doing mm-hmm. and they don't do it because society says they shouldn't. I would love to hear the argument of, of to why. And for let's eliminate all the, all the cocky, smart people yeah. out there. We're not talking about murder. We're not talking about things that are just obviously morally morally objective. Yeah. Well, but if there's something that makes you happy that you feel like society frowns upon. Yeah. And and it, you're not breaking laws. You're not doing anything yeah. deceptive. Or why wouldn't you do it? Like, yeah. Why would you give up happiness? Yeah. To make somebody else happy. Yeah. And we're talking about because society tells you, not because, you know, my body doesn't let me do it anymore or anything like that. Because, well, but then it's not going to make you happy. Well, I mean, if you used well, to like, if you used to like alcohol and now every time you have a beer, you get a piercing, pulsating migraine. 
that's not enjoyable to you so anymore. Hmm. I mean, it, I, it still is. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I used to like doing pole, and I and and that hurts my shoulder. So, and I would. So it's I not just, enjoyable anymore. But I really want to do it again, man. So it's a it's one of those those things. So. But you don't do it for a reason, and well, yeah, exactly, exactly. But if there, if the reason you don't do something is because somebody tells you you shouldn't do it, that to me, I mean, I challenge a, a listener to to prove me wrong on this, but that doesn't sound like sound logic to me. No, I and, I agree, I agree. I and mean, in the end, I think you're going to be a lot happier. If yeah. you follow your heart instead of following the societal trend, of yeah, because things. it, it, I feel like I feel like it took me too long to just finally just say fuck it and just just go for it because I I feel like I kind of slowly came out slowly and uh, I remember I remember for my bridal shower I had a really cute picture where I had a. Uh, it just just the dress I was wearing. It was it was more punk like. I think it was my bridal shower. It doesn't really even matter. And uh, and one of my friends was like, "Well, where was this Tracy in high school? I wish I could have seen her." <laughs> and and it was and I was like, she just wasn't ready to come out. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? And 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 that's it, just what it was. You know, it was like she kind of came out in in college a little bit when she met some of her artist friends and then she came out a little bit when she met you and that you know it was like it was like i kind of just had to meet a couple friends to kind of push push that little that little bit of tracy out and and now you know but it took it took just too long for me to finally just say uh enough i just need to to be me and fully me mm-hmm. so i just I just hope that you guys don't wait too long to just say, you know what, guys? I well, just... what you hope is they're all already like, yeah, man, what you're talking about, that's me. That's, that's what me. we want. But <laughs> but if you're not, I mean, yeah. to start looking at the things you're, you're giving up in your life that you might be just giving up because you feel like people are going to judge you for doing them. Because yeah. I think that's not, that's a silly thing to do. And, and I pity the people that, that live their lives doing that. Yeah. Because I mean And I I mean, I get it if you guys are in a place where you feel like, oh, I need to fit in, I need to fit in. But you don't. You you don't. And I get that, you know, when you're at work, I get if you need to wear this, this, and this. But then you know what? When you leave work, be who you want to be. Be who you wanna be. Or whatever. And to be fair, like a lot of employers are getting a lot better about being yeah. who allowing people to be the people they are, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm not going to say everybody, but, 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 you know, it's, I mean, again, I go back to the fact that, that, that a lot of the things that people say are, that are holding them back from doing these things are excuses. You, I mean, Really, right. whatever whatever's going through your head right now, if you're one of these people that, yeah, I have that problem, but I have that problem because of this and I can't do anything about it, right. then I would really, really encourage you to like sit and reflect on that thing and figure out, is that really mm-hmm. a reason you can't do it? 
or is that an excuse? Because when I look at my life, in I'm guilty as any as anybody with making right. these excuses for why I can't do something. But I also am. I feel like I'm pretty good about acknowledging that I'm making an excuse and right. not a and. And if you guys aren't sure, send us a message, stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. And you can also send us a message at Facebook or Instagram. We are on both of those. And uh, I I can surely show these messages to Eric because I promise you he can uh, he can probably help you out. Otherwise, I can well, be a little bit easier. Don't don't worry, I can I can ease it up for you when I when I send it back because I promise you sometimes it can be it can be hard being married to Eric I I can be like but 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 and he's like Tracy that's an excuse that's an excuse well, the, but it's but, it, but it, it is, is true what it is but I mean, you know what it's good because because you call me on my stuff so mm-hmm. you you do make me a better person so it's good and and I'll give you all the reasons why what you're saying is an excuse, but I'll be the first to admit, to admit that in my experience of doing that with most people, most people have to figure out it's an excuse on their own. Right. So if if your solution is to send an email to somebody to have them tell you why it's an excuse, I'll tell you that that's probably not going to work because, but, but because if, you have to right. reflect on it and realize it's an excuse before you realize it's an excuse. Well, can, and if you think, if you're not sure, though, you know, send it to us and we can, yeah. we we'll, can we'll look at it, it. But but more than likely, I'll give you 10 reasons why it's of 10 ways you could do this with mm-hmm. in your current situation. And then you'll respond back and say, well, that just isn't going to work for me. But you won't be able to give a reason why it won't work for you. And it's just because- hey. You're just not Maybe, re- ready you know what? to take that step to realizing that, yeah, this is something I can do. Are you why I don't get any emails? What do you mean? <laughs> because <laughs> I talk people out of sending. Maybe. Maybe, <laughs> dude. I mean. You know, because sometimes, you know, Eric said to me this morning, he said, I got something for you to do and you're going to hate it. And I said, you always say that. And I almost don't ever hate it. And he's like, you're probably going to hate this one. And I said, probably 50%. Okay. So now that we're 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 complaining about each other. And I only sort of didn't like Tracy, it. Tracy on a regular basis, I say, hey, Tracy. And she's like, what? <laughs> it's because like 50% of my life consists of sighing. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what it is man both me and frankie the cat 50 percent of our life we sigh that's just what we <laughs> do i'm sorry so well i think we uh we did pretty well on this one and i'm sorry if we did offend anybody but i just i just really don't want you guys to miss out on life honestly that's that's well, just what this this sums up and and the biggest thing I think we can say to that is is that everything we talked about here it is not targeted at any specific person. No. And most of the things I think I've said, I'm guilty of them. 
Yes, I, Trace, I was. Tracy's. I was, Tracy, and I still am. Tracy's still guilty. Yes, you're very still guilty of them. Everybody is. You'll never stop doing these things nope. because it's just the way we're wired, and everybody's guilty of it. So don't take it as a personal attack, like you're doing something wrong. We're just telling you the things that we learned. In you know, you might be. You might be 10 years younger than us, and, and, and it took us 10 years to figure this stuff out. Maybe, hopefully, by us saying it on this podcast, you'll retain some of it, and yep. you'll take it away, and you'll figure it out in three years instead of 10 years, which, I mean, if somebody had done that for me, I would definitely buy them a beer. Don't buy me a beer because I don't want a beer. But you can but you can but buy you but, can buy us something else. else yes 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 and we'll take all of that all oh of that God. in the world so <laughs> yes and hopefully in 10 years we'll, we'll come back and we'll tell you about so much more that we learned yes so and then there will be even more people that will say guess what i am even more released and i don't do what society wants me to do so who knows right all right so with that in two weeks we're going to be talking about the journey to finding oneself so what's that you might say well i'm going to talk about how you can kind of find yourself and learn about maybe what your uh, medical journey is and stuff like that it's kind of the journey that i went on to find myself and then the week after that, I'm going to talk about season two, Tracy, if that's what I want to call it. Season two. Oh, like just kind of a reflection on the- a Reflection on, on, on the where past, I've come. From the last season? Yeah, because, cool. you know, I said that how I'm really not the the same Tracy that I was in season one. Hmm. So, uh, so, yeah. And then we'll start getting into a, a little bit more of the the mental health stuff and- and all that. So we'll get we'll get back into to all that stuff. So so with that, I'm Tracy. And I'm Eric. Talk to you guys later.